0: Oh, who do we have here today? Noobs is here. Shout out nids. Oh, bloody hell. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, yeah, man. Guys, we're back. That's the chat. We are back again. And um, yeah, so today, plug my company, fam. Network security services. Shout them out. I'll plug, I'll plug when everyone else comes on. Um, yeah, so we're back. I was always going to come back. I just had to take a couple of weeks out. But um, love to everyone who, you know, kept messaging, asking when it's going to come back. Um, today, we have um, Sheffield United striker and um, Republic of Ireland striker, David McGoldrick. So, it's just the normal, man. I don't know, don't know why you guys keep, um, I don't know why you, yes, Sam, he is. I don't know why you guys keep coming, but, you know, thanks. So, we're just going to get him in now. Uh, where is he? Is he in? I'm sure I saw him somewhere. Okay, he's in. Oh! Okay, let me just get him in now. There he is. Cool. Network security services. let pick him up. Yes, yes! Yes, bro, well, what's that mean? Nah, what's going on? Nah, lot, man, same shit. Yeah, man. Hey, bloody hell, How healthy is that beard looking? <laughs> quarantine beard, man. The quarantine beard. Bloody hell! Are you gonna keep that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shape it when I can get a trim again, man. I can... The hair i not grow here, so it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it don't grow at all now. Nah, I, I come like Phil Mitchell out of these tenders when I let it grow, <laughs> man. So I,
0: I just bick it every time when I'm ready. Nah, that's funny, man. That's funny, man. How you been, man? What's what's been going on during quarantine? How you been keeping? All right, man. Kids have been keeping me busy, man. Uh. You know,
1: homeschooling and going walks, bike rides. You know, just the usual, the same here. Keeping fit, doing
0: runs. The comments comments are going mad for your beard, you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, keep it going, man. Some people like it, some people don't, man. Yeah, how long you been growing that one now? Oh shit! This is uh, this is this is about three months now.
0: Three months? Yeah you know man. Yeah. I, I did see a picture when I was trying to find a pic for the artwork. So the picture I was gonna use and um but it's only because half your body was cut out. But then uh, like I think you I think you posted it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I think you posted that picture yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. But yeah, man, I don't even know I not know where we're gonna start with this one. So um yeah, are you looking forward to going back and all of that? Yeah,
1: we've been in a couple of weeks now. Um social distance at the start was tough groups of three or four uh, mm. but then now like in, obviously the whole team we've got a game and next Wednesday after we're the first game against Villa so obviously the past week or so we've been training together it's been mm. tough it's been tough to be, you know what I mean you can do all these 5k runs and all these press up challenges and, and <laughs> like when the ball comes out it's, it's a totally totally different thing it's been hard no, um, yeah. we'll work is hard here, yeah, but we've been working on a programme during quarantine, so we're all fit and mm. we're all looking good to be fit. Yeah, man. Um so so are you not back to full contact yet? You are it? Right? Yeah, we're back to full contact. So basically they say like you've got to keep it two mis- two meters distance apart when you can. When you're not when, when it's not contact, but then once it goes into the games and that it's just normal. But then obviously when the whistle blows when it's done you've just got to like kinda of separate and just keep it away yeah. It's hard but it's, it's
0: work. you got you got Premier League officials there monitoring you and talking you through it. Mm. Yeah, like tell the truth though, yeah. Like do you do you sit there sometimes and think, You want us to do eleven eleven and then as soon as it stops, we're two metres apart. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah it, it, it can't happen. It, it, and they try yeah. to get in, like you just instantly like you you have a tough game or little game and then eleven and you're tired. So you put your hands on your head, you look the next to someone and you
0: you're getting told, i stay away, stay away from each other. And it's impossible. Man. Mm. Were, were you, did you have a bit of like, not nerves, but were you a bit apprehensive about going back after the whole COVID thing? Well, oh, still going on, obviously.
1: Yeah, I was at the start. I was at the start because, you know, they said it's a safe place. Obviously, I thought the safest place for me was in my, was in my house. But uh, mm. Going back, you know, all the protocols, you even parking your car, you've got parks away from each other, um, going in, you're not... You basically, yeah, it's the safest place for you. Now we're getting tested, and now all the tests are coming back. They're all OK, Ooh. I think, you know, it's the safest place for us outside. It's safer than going to the supermarket, that's for sure. Yeah. Are you... Do you have to get, like, tested like, every week, though? Yeah, twice a week, yeah. Yeah, what's What's the test like? Is it the the nostril one? Yeah, and the back of the throat, so it's like a big cotton ball, and then it's just... All the way down to the back of your throat, like five seconds, and then change it, and then it's up your nose, basically touching your brain. Yeah,
0: yeah. To see Dex's comment,
1: mate. What's he saying there? Uh, your bib's getting out of hand. He's just jealous because he can't grow one. Man, He's still got the chin. <laughs> he still just got the little chin strap going around. Yeah, that,
0: that's why you have to get with the flipping Ferraris to cover up it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but um, it. yeah, as your um, as your season, like obviously. From the outside looking in, you guys are achieving way more than you than you should. From the outside looking in, yeah. from the from the inside, is it is it a surprise to you guys?
1: Uh, I won't say surprise. Obviously, at the start of the season, you know, it's, it, I was just thinking this earlier. Like we got set, sent something in the group chat, our group chat, like a football, and it was like a Premier League table. Mm. Like what they're predicting, so it was like basically like from number one to nineteen, it was like Like they do not predict the Premier League because it is impossible. And then number twenty, it's said like Sheffield United. So <laughs> I
0: remember that one. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. we were getting written up from the start, Um but you know that gave us we got nothing to lose. You know that fueled our fire. Mm. We've been able to do well. Obviously, we're doing. Really well, but it's not. It's not finished yet. We've got uh, some
0: big games forward, and it's going to be into a proper special season. Yeah, what were like your goals as a team at, at the beginning of the season? Because obviously you guys came up from Championship last year. Mm-hmm. Was it just a thing of just survive at first? Of course, yeah. We, you know what I mean. A lot of us haven't played in the Premier League before for my
1: team. You know, some of the boys there, there for the team from League One and got promoted to the championship and championships impressive. obviously we're going in there to stay up. That's, that's, that's the basics. And then obviously anything above that's a plus, but we knew that we could bring something different. A lot of teams would be surprised of what we could do and I think that's showing a lot of teams don't really know what's happening.
0: Yeah. What's that? What's them things in the back? At what point did you realise? <laughs> Clack. <laughs> Played a month Clack. You wouldn't know about them ones, yeah. <laughs> there. There's a question there that he's got. Um... Was gonna say, at what point in the season did you guys realize, hold on, we could actually do something here?
1: Uh, I don't think that was a point. I just we just kept on getting results. Uh, mm. It just hasn't stopped we haven't Really, had a, a blip where we've lost low. We've always bounced back with a big result. You know, we've had a few games where we, we've not been in it, but that's, we knew that we were gonna have to start the season like the Liverpool and the Man City. Uh, yeah. You know, we've gone to places and gave everyone a game.
0: Yeah. What is it about you guys, do you reckon, that makes you so so hard to, to deal with? Because, like, i watch a lot of football and I couldn't even, to this day, I couldn't tell you what formation you lot play. What, I, I, I don't know anything <laughs> about it. All I know is that, you know, I'll see a centre-back bloody bombing up to putting a cross and all of that. So, I, I don't know. Like, in fact, let's start there. What formation do you guys even play uh, it's like 5-3-2,
1: uh, basically, I'd say. Um, yeah, different. We've got center so the all over the gaff. Uh, um, our full back they come inside, over overload. Uh, some of the strikers in the midfield. we've got runners in the midfield that this bomb. So we're just crazy. But we've been playing it for, like I say, the boys have been playing it for three, four years. So they know inside and out for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, where to go in everyone's game so it's just
0: and it's the team spirit all together I think yeah and how much emphasis goes goes into it like during training in regards to discipline of shape and and tactics like how much actually goes into that or is it a thing now where you come in and you're just asked to do a job and you're just expected to do it no we we work on it like it's
1: not just a fluke you know we work on it a couple times a week um you know, Coach Alan Neal, I've, I've got at the gap obviously, but Alan Neal does a lot of the stuff. And you know, we work on it, and the same things that you see on the pitch, you know, we do it in training and keep, back. To keep doing it, keep doing it. And then when we go to the game, that's what that's what we try and do. So, we'll
0: yeah, yeah. For 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 you, because you do, you get through a lot of work. Like, is that something that is demanded f- um, from you, from um, the coaches and the manager, or is that just? Is that just how you are as a player? Like, were you surprised? Were you surprised when you come and you got asked to do that job?
1: No, nah, it's yes, yeah, it's in me. It's in me. Um, that's just my, that's my game. Um, got play up front uh, for Sheffield United. The manager requires you to work hard. You know, if you don't work hard, you
0: won't mm. play. Obviously, you know, it's perfect for me um, to do that as well. Yeah. So you guys are, I think, what five points behind Chelsea? Yeah. yeah, something like that. Like, every time I hear you guys talking about, you know, in your interviews after games, talking about, you know, the league and where you, you guys never, ever want to say, yeah, we're going for Champions League, we're going for Champions League, but hmm. if, if you're, within the club, obviously, I don't know how much you can say, but are you secretly saying to yourselves, guys, we're going for Champions League, or is, every, if, is anything now just a bonus? Obviously, we are where we are, and it's silly not to say what we're doing, but
1: You know, I think we're looking at games and we're looking at getting them at a certain amount of points. We've got some tough games coming up. I think we've got the likes of Chelsea at home, Tottenham at home, uh, Mm. Wolves as well at home. So, if we beat them teams, then you never know. But as long as we keep doing what we're doing, I think that's what we'll get to where we get to. If it's not Champions League, if it's not Europa League, as long as we're in that top half, you know, it's it's a a plus.
0: Who would you say has been like, and I think you'd probably pick who you probably picked Liverpool. Who would you say has been the toughest opponent Liverpool. this season? Liverpool. What What is it about Liverpool that that sets them like apart? They're superhuman.
1: I never seen nothing like it. Like we, was, it was different, different to what I witnessed. Like they all got like world class. You all know about the quality about the front three, the centre half who not human, and then but. The work rate and the organization that's in the spirit, like I see them all barking at each other, they was arguing, they man mm. out of each other, and it was just obviously they've got the quality as well and it, they can tell why where they are, where they are.
0: Yeah. Um after the match, I remember um there was a an interview that went viral from Chris Wilder where he was just saying they just do the basics very well. Yeah. You know I'm saying is, it, yeah. is that sort of a thing where after you played them, did he Come and say, Look, this is the level, basically. Yeah, and it, you know, we were
1: doing all right, like we were at the time. You know, we were up in the top half, and I think we went there um, and we, we didn't do ourselves justice of how we are we playing. He says that if it's good enough for Liverpool, the European Championship is good enough for anyone. You know, if they work hard, do the basics right,
0: yeah.
1: anyone should be able to do that. And you know, we've took
0: yeah. things off that and tried to bring it into our game. Yeah, when you guys were playing that match, yeah, it was throughout the match, was there ever a point when you're like, "We're not gonna, we're not gonna score today, you know? We're not gonna, we're not gonna win this." Like, well, obviously, you you, you have to play to the end, you have to try your best, but if, was it a thing of you know what? I don't know, man, about today.
1: Like, you know what? It was on the pitch. It was like this is mental. Like, we're no near it, but we're only we're one 0 down at the time. And we had a few chances. Like, and was mm. always a sort of thing. Obviously, they got the second goal. We had a chance at the end; that we could have maybe got one back. We never read ourselves up. We've never. That's the one thing I say about the Blades? You know, we never. We always Ooh. give up all, and we never. I've never been in a game where I don't think that we can get something. Yeah, that was the
0: one game at Anfield, and that night it was just a different experience. Uh, yeah, game. and you've obviously played against many teams, and um, when you come up against like the Liverpools, is there ever a point where you you actually? Come off the pitch, blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Many times, and Anfield was one of them. Yeah. And it was all this, round each other in the dressing room after and adjust your and Oh went, Oh. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what the hell just happened here? Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, that
1: was, yeah. That was that. That was real. We knew that when we were coming up that there was going to be times where there's going to be we couldn't do nothing about it because if they if they say yes and if they want to do what they want to do then we were going to have to just accept that. And yeah. that night, you know, that happened. And, you know, 2-0, um, you know, it wasn't a cricket score, 2-0 and we gave
0: it our all. And we had chances as well. We could have pulled the football back at yeah. end. Yeah, who Who stood out for you? In fact, who out of the players you've actually played against this season has, has stood out for you? Whether it be a surprise or not a surprise. Like, who are you actually looking at thinking, oh, what a player. Uh,
1: obviously, on a Liverpool game, Van Dijk, you know, the best defender about it, there's no doubt about it. Um, just he was had a cigar in against me, you know, treat me like a little kid. Um, Mane, he was he was sharp as anything, as, you know, he's just electric when he gets going. In this mm. Man City, obviously, the, Kevin De boy now, yeah, he, you know, all that midfield to be fair. Gundon, uh, he was real good. Um, Aguero didn't do much, but then he scored, and that's just that's you thing. know,
0: that's anyone. Anyone who I've spoken to who, who says they've played against him, they always say the same thing. It's like, I don't know if he does it on purpose, like, it just looks like he's not doing much, and then literally, boom.
1: Bam, yeah, one champ, bam, go. Yeah. Right, right, yeah like, but, you know, it's just, it's just the same people that you hear mentioned, you know, but the quality from the Premier League and Championship, there's a big difference all over the pitch, and I can go around talking about players What's really.
0: What's the, what's the biggest difference you notice between the Championship and Premier League? Um, you get a lot more
1: time on the ball, you get uh, a bit more respect, you know, in the Championship it's more rough and tumble, you know, it's just all-out war all the time, but, you know, there's games when, you know, yeah. we've been promoted from the Championship, teams have come and uh, respected us and gave us time on the ball, um, and when we want to put the gear, you know, teams have sat back, you know, Newcastle did it to us, they just sat back, and, you know, Ooh. we find it hard to break down, it's a bit different than what we're used to.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. So, I'm gonna get through one or two questions. Oh, guys, if you guys have questions, just yeah. write me and i want to now from from. through. Yeah, why do you wear crap. why do you wear black boots? <laughs> yeah. why do you wear
1: black boots? Uh, I don't know. I wanna be like Frank probably, but <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't like I don't like um, flary boots for some reason. I just like uh you know let the football do the talking basically.
0: Yeah. Um Get this one. How fit you feeling?
1: Yeah, good. We like I say we uh we're working hard. Um, best year, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I'll come back to that in a minute. Yeah, um I'm feeling fit, you know. We we worked hard in the uh the quarantine, you know, we had tough sessions we had to do, we had to do a couple of sessions a day and we had a I fit this belt that we had to use, you know, and, and we had to show the database to the staff every day. If we didn't do it, and obviously we get fined. And, so we worked harder yeah. with the quarantine time, and I think it's paying off now.
0: Okay, you've got one more that we'll ask for now, then we'll move on. That's this is a big one. How did your transfer to the Blades from Ipswich come about? And did you feel we would be challenging for promotion? I can't see the rest of that.
1: Yeah, I can't see after that. Yeah, um, I didn't come up back. Obviously, I got released from Ipswich. Uh, a new manager come in, uh, said I wasn't for him, and then, uh, I got a call to say do I want to go. Go to Sheffield United. It worked straight away. It was after a bit, you know I was struggling for a bit to get a team, and then pre-season, I got a call to say do I want to go Sheffield United to train, basically a trial for a week. And obviously I jumped at a chance. I played against them the season before and I thought they were really good and I thought I could do something there. Yeah. Um, and I went there and, I, and I, I was honestly blown away by how good they are and how good some of the players. But well, I knew some of the players from playing with them and playing against them.
0: And, yeah. I knew it's, that like, we could do something. It's, it's good that this question come up because I actually wanted to talk about this. Um, so you went there on trial. Yeah. And obviously you'd been a pro at this time. How many years had you been a pro? That's uh, so what I was. I made my debut when I was 16 so 14 years so you've been a pro 14 years and you've always like had a club or not really had a problem finding a club so what's the reality of it when you're out of contracts trying to find a club because people just think it just comes to you easy like do you actually find it easy to find a club and what's it like for you having to actually go out and try all over again like is it humbling it is humbling it was a big reality
1: check you know um I was at Ipswich I loved my time there. Um, you know, I had some one of my best years of my career there. You know, I think they got me back uh, to my best. Uh, like all the players that I met there. Uh, but then I just got released. It's just one of them things. That I, I got a lot of injuries. Uh, and then it happened. Uh, yeah, there's my skip there. Wait, I don't see my, my, my skip sign. I'm not going to shout him out, but there's my skip, my island skip there. Um, yeah, and then... I got the, what was I I say? I was at like, Ipswich, yeah, I got released, basically. And then my phone wasn't ringing, the agent's phone wasn't ringing. I didn't, no one really mm. was throwing it interest I thought that I was a sick note and I was getting too old and, you know, it was a bit of a, I was like, ooh, this is where I'm where at. So, yeah. So I just had the to go to United, you know,
0: and it was the best thing I've ever done. So, yeah, put it down like that. Yeah, was there ever a point, where, when you get released, was there ever a point when you're like, <laughs> I might have to, Drop down divisions now, or, um, or or how am I gonna feed my not not feed my family because, you know, I'm hoping that you you've done well for, by um for yourself, but at, at this point, but do you get those thoughts of what's gonna happen now? I've not got a club.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I remember I got a call off a team in in League One. The manager rang my phone and was like, "What's happening? Like, you, like would you be interested in coming?" And in the back of my mind, I was thinking, "Yeah, like." <laughs> I would like I was thinking it would have been, been a big cut from what I I've been on for the past couple of years but you know I was, I, I was just wanting to play and you like, know I think it got the fire back in my belly to so to see where I was at and obviously I knew I had to go and, and prove what I was about and, and I think I did that
0: yeah um, what's it like as well when you're involved in a club so at Ipswich did well at Ipswich but um, at one point I think Leicester came in for you yeah. when, when, they, when, they came to the, when they went to the Prem. Yeah. And, you know, for whatever reason, the move didn't happen. What, what does that do for you mentally when you're thinking, hold on, I've got a chance to play Prem, but, you know, it's not happened, yeah. you know, through no fault of your own. Like, trying to get back into the mode of playing football again, trying to get back to that form that has actually made them interested. Like, how hard is that to do?
1: Real hard, you know, it was a tough point. You know, I remember I had my first 18 months at Ipswich and was doing well, got my feet back on the ground, playing, and then you know, on deadline day, I think like two days before, I got told Leicester would come in. Yeah. And obviously, my family was back living in Nottingham at the time, and so it, it was ideal for me to, to look at the move, you know, to want to go back there because I could have lived back at home with my family. Mm. Playing in the Premier League with Leicester, uh, it got close, but then it just fell through at the end. And, I think it took me a while to re- recover back after that. You know, it was, it was hard. But like I say, like I enjoyed my time at Ipswich. There was nothing against Ipswich It was just that dream of playing the Premier League. I'm glad I finally started to do it now. But at that time, I wanted to. And uh, it was an ideal situation. But it never happened. And I signed a new contract at Ipswich. A couple of months later, um, for four years. And, I, you know, I didn't regret any of that.
0: Yeah. Did you feel at the... At the at the time, that you might not get that opportunity to play in the Premier League?
1: Yeah, the, year, the, the more the years go on, um, obviously, you're getting older and you think, you know, my time not going. and I wasn't scoring as many as I wanted to in the to get the move. And we had a couple of chances at Ipswich in the playoffs and, and I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, mm. But
0: it's football, is a crazy world, you know. Yeah, but the good thing is, like you say, you went on to sign to Sheffield United and you know, you've got promotion to the Premier League, and here you are. So, the next thing I want to talk about is, um, what do you think of VAR? worst invention ever, Worst invention ever. So, for those of you that don't, that don't know, I'm, you've got a lot of Sheffield United fans in here. Um, so, oh, I hope you don't mind me bringing this up, but you went through this gold drop. Yeah. You've you've gone you've gone through this goal drought now and then Tottenham comes on. In fact, furthermore, before that, what was it like for you going through this this drought as a striker?
1: It's not ideal. It's not it's not great with every striker wants to score, you know, any striker tells you they don't want to score is is life. Mm. Um, and I'm not no different. So you know it's tough but it helps that the team's doing so well and I still get picked to play. You know, I've never been mm. uh, took out the team because of my goals. You know, I, I think the players value what else I bring to the team. So, and we look at like that position in the league. You know, I think I, I would still, to this day, like swap, I wouldn't swap the position. I wouldn't want to be in the bottom half of the table and score the Premier goal. Like, what we're doing now Yeah, is, you know, more more satisfaction. You know, obviously, I want the goal but, and that goal will come, by the way. But,
0: it's
1: the satisfaction of where we are in the league right now is, is it takes my
0: mind off of my own personal thing. Yeah, no, nah, um, and it must be. I, I was just saying that because obviously last season you had a you had a good season in front of goal, and then this season happened. But the good thing that I, I do like is that I think I've actually got the video here. You're, you was running thirteen k a game. Charlton was thirteen k <laughs> a game. <Bloody> hell. <laughs> i feel like you. So the good thing is that you have, Um Chris Wilder said this about it. I want to try something. I hope it works. I've never actually done this before. Oh, look at that. Can you hear that? No, it's muted, I think. Ah, oh, that's annoying. Basically. There we go.
1: There we go. He's talking now. I think. Uh, he just came oh, up the, It's gone now. Okay, cool.
0: Go. Cool. Nah, again. Oh, that's really, really annoying. How about now? No. Uh, whoops, almost ended the thing. So, yeah, basically, he was saying that um, he he loves what you do and, you're, and and Sheffield United are a better team with you in it. So, what does it do for you when your manager comes out and, and says stuff like that? <laughs> Will you... Huge confidence again, uh, There was lack of
1: things that obviously were like you won't see, like we played wolves and we drew one 0 and had a few chances again. I think the game the 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 drought was, was getting to me that game. I missed a few challenges Ooh. and I'm I'm sat in the dressing room after, you know, like hands on the head and he's pulls me in the shower like and says, Listen, like what are you doing for me? Like it's more than gold. so get your head up now, like kind of thing, like and I played the next game, and, you know, it just brings you confidence. Yeah, okay. He's so, a, a great mind manager like that.
0: Yeah, no, he, he does come across as a as a really, really good manager, and, and we will get to him in, in a second. But then, this happens with Tottenham. Um, <laughs> so, what's going through your mind when this happens?
1: First of all, I knew I was onside there, so, obviously, I'm celebrating, and then i don't come back, I see him check VAR, and I thought, oh no, it's all right, they've got to check you. Mm. And then along with, it was going on for a bit longer, and I think I was talking to Harry Winks of Tottenham, and yeah. I said, something's happening here. I said, something's happening here. And then uh, one second, my little one is watching. <laughs> we got the little
0: one. Uh, yeah, sorry. To get this. All right, sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, little. And then I just, the longer it went on, you know, I just thought something's happening, something's happening. It was about like two minutes, and I thought, nah, something, something. And yeah, then obviously, it got longer, and then I just knew that was something was singing. It was about 30 seconds before something, you know, it wasn't even offside like it was a toenail decision or something. I
0: think mm, crazy. I just knew it
1: my look, it was my look but, yeah. Know,
0: things
1: and I went on yeah. and you know, got involved with the goal. I
0: didn't let it
1: affect me. Okay, you know.
0: so I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring that up again now. So, Tell the truth yeah, are you claiming an assist there?
1: One hundred percent. Boulder, yeah, I mean that assist.
0: Boulder nah, Bradley,
1: joined the chat no a nah. minute ago. He's gonna probably claim that he meant to strike that in the top corner, but he shanked
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. What's been your um What's been one of your favourite goals for Sheffield United?
1: Uh one against Hall at the end of last season. Uh we had to Need the win. Uh, lead slipped. took off in the week before, I meant to go to Hall. The pressure was on us. Um, and you know, we went two 0 up after about twenty minutes. I, was, my second goal. We, I scored two that day, and my second one, at, uh, curled into the top corner for about twenty-five
0: yards. Oh, I ain't got that goal. I've yeah, only nah, got. Nah. I think he goes somewhere. I got this one. Was this the first one? I can't see it. It's blurry. That's
1: the header, yeah, that's the header that's made it one 0 yeah. Yeah, so I got that goal. Yeah, yeah, That was that was a big day that first that uh, was a big day for us. Why was it a, why was it such a big oh the promotion case? Though. Promotion, yeah, you know, we we had uh about two games left, two or three games left after that, that put pressure on Leeds and I think Leeds messed yeah. up that first day, which gave us some, a gap in the in the league for us. Um, it was all down
0: to us after that. Mm. Okay. So question. Who is your favorite player at United? Oh, favorite players. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, John Fleck. What what makes him so? Is it because he sets you up for a lot of your goals? mate? <laughs> nah, he's just he's just got everything. Uh,
1: you know, he scores goals. He's assisted. Uh, he just he can drive past people like it's nothing. Uh, um, i everything, and he's a massive part of our team. You know, there's, there's more, there's more right. that there I go through, but standing out, I probably have to say, John
0: Flip. Okay, next question. There's so many here. Bloody oh, Um, <laughs> have you tried Henderson's Relish, Sheffield's finest <laughs> No, I have tried that. I have tried that. Okay, um, what I did want to talk about as well would, um, and you, you, you're, you like, the perfect person to, to talk about this because you've played with him. So, and I just saw someone bring it up in the in the comments. Um, Ravel. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Ravel Morrison, for me, because, only because there's been a lot of talk recently about him, has he underachieved in the game and whatnot. And I personally found it disrespectful. I personally mm. found it disrespectful because he's still only 27, number one. So he can on and and still have you know a massive career plus no disrespect but he's not playing non-league football do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, but, yeah. but like, how good is he from what you've seen that like, in training and everything ability wise is
1: what you all hear from the old man united players and the best time players about his abilities just, that's no lie. you know his ability is fighting him um one thing i have to say about mcfell you know he's in the he's in the press I've been oppressed a lot, you know, for having a bad reputation, Uh, but that is the complete opposite. The guy is a humble, uh, polite guy, comes in every morning morning and, like, shake it one time, say hello, you know, real polite boy, Got not one bit of bad attitude. Yes, he's got a bit of attitude on the pitch, but that's like, if you don't have that, you don't be a good player. Uh, But ability-wise, yeah, he's got it all. He's still young. You know, he just he just wants that chance to go improve. He needs to win a game, you know. I think with his ability, I think he can play one game, come out with two. Oh, you know, I think he needs to play games. Mm. Um, if he gets to win a game, then, you know, ability always comes
0: through. And he's got the work right now. Um, I, I, you know, he'll he get the chance and I think he'll take it. Yeah, and I, 100%. Um, I do really, really like him a lot, man. And, and I proper just hope that he gets what he deserves. In regards to that, like, in regards to getting all the games, getting all the accolades because he's such a good talent. Um, another question, Davey, are you buzzing to carry Ireland to Euro 2021? Yeah, yeah, I want to play in the Euro. I
1: want to play the Euro. Um, uh, you know, the boys there, look the boys there. You know, we've got new. New manager, you know, Mick uh, McCarthy, uh, aka my dad, um, just got So you know, we've got a new manager, and you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, working underneath him. If I get selected, you know, I've had a conversation with him and been really positive And you know, we've got two games, you know, two finals coming up soon to qualify for it, and, and I really want to do it.
0: Yeah, um, I was going to ask about you. Deciding to play for um, Ireland rather than Scotland, but I heard that that wasn't even a real, you know, a real thing. You played for Scotland.
1: Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that. Comes from I've heard it for any destination together. You know, it was always I grew the Republic of Ireland. You know, the background to it as well. You, you know, obviously, I I liked the sport as a kid. Mm. Um, so, to, to to find out, to play for the national team, you have to find out your blood. Um, I have to find out my birth parents. Uh, mm. And obviously, I found out that my, my, my grandfather, my birth grandfather was um, an Irish man. So, obviously, I have Irish blood in me. So, that's how I qualified for Ireland. So,
0: yeah. didn't
1: have Scottish me, no Scottish blood in me that, that
0: I knew of. I don't know where that come from. Mm. How important was it for you to actually find out about like your your biological heritage. Yeah, obviously you're growing up um, wanting to know <laughs> you laughing at the yeah. bit of <laughs> uh, uh,
1: obviously you're growing up and you know, you, you wanna know um, all about your family roots and, and When you're adopted you get a fire where it told you about yeah who your parents was and all that but you still in the back of your mind you wanna know about, about brothers and sisters and who my dad is, who my whatever and that's never material I've never met to this day any of my blood family um, oh, I just got in contact you know I didn't want to I was raised raised by Janet I've got a brother and sister I called them, that's like my mum that's my brother that's my sister and, uh, yeah. and my father passed away with Dr. Lee when I was young um, and you know I kept that so I didn't want to meet him I just wanted to find out about myself and uh, yeah I found out my Irish roots and you know
0: one of the best things I found out as well yeah nah love that man Um, how did it feel scoring against Switzerland in the Aviva? Uh, One of the best feelings, I guess. You got that goal, (laughs) one of the best feelings,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, I won a good nine games about a goal for Ireland as well. And then, you know, to pop up and to get the level of this Uh, late on, you know, the crowd was you know, the full house and the atmosphere was
0: like it was electric. Uh, yeah, and I still remember, yeah. I still watch these now and then to see the goal. Is that one of your, like, favourite goals, like, in your career? Has to be, surely. Yeah, definitely. International goal, that's what you want. That's what you want to see. and i got it. Against, against, oh. top team. And it yeah. To the okay, we have got one more I saw regarding the Irish team and the Euros. I'm just going to get it for you now. Uh, sorry, one second. Oh my god, I'm asking so many so many questions. you ready to win after Euros.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to participate, you know. You can't <laughs> you can't judge what's gonna happen, but you know, we gotta get there first and uh hopefully, you know, the team's got you know anything can happen. They we'll see football, anything happen, but we gotta get there first and
0: you know, yeah, let's hope it's a successful one. So that's an excellent media answer. I love it. <laughs> Okay, who's your favourite striker to play alongside with at the Blades?
1: Uh, I say my most successful one is with uh, this captain Billy Sharp. We scored uh, half of the goals uh, in the championship together. He's done all his career basically, but you know we we work well together. McBurney, um, he complements. What's he like, Oli like? McBurney? He's, he's like a, a character. One, he, he's a character, you know. He's I. Before you join the club, you know, you see his Instagram or something and you don't judge, but you look and you think, this guy's, this guy's crazy, but so like, <laughs> turn opposite again, like, grew to be one of my good friends, like, good guy all around, like, funny, just loves the crap, like, this real good guy, good <laughs> player as well. I had a good relationship uh, with Moose, you know, he's fast, he runs in behind, uh, they're all good, you know. Uh, I think my successful one, like I say, is Billy Sharp, you know, definitely. But I feel like I can work with
0: all of them. Yeah, how how important is um Biggie Sharp behind like behind the scenes for that club? Yeah, he Mr. Sheffield United, you know, he loves the club, you know.
1: He loves everything that goes by it, you know, he gets real emotional about everything and you know when we get promoted that's his dream to captain his team and get promotion and captain his team in the Premier League that's what he's dreaming about and he's living it. So fair play to the boy, you know, that that's
0: his dream and he's living it. Yeah. So I was gonna talk about Chris Wilder now. Um, he's got that like, plaudits all season because of how well you guys have done and he's always remained humble about it like for you as a player what is it like playing under him and what is it about him that that makes the team that, that makes the team play so well uh,
1: i just think he just knows how to get the best out of us you know and we all respect- um,
0: one second is my wi is my wife okay Are you right? i heard a few people saying he's moving man are you sure it's not you?
1: Let me switch to. Yes, yeah, sorry. Go. On. Yeah, I just think He just knows how. To, he just knows how to get the best out of us, basically. And you know, we all respect him as a man and a manager. You know, his man management second to none. And you know, I think once you've got that bonnet bond, and you respect someone, and they respect you as well. But at the same time, mm. you know, you know, you know what you got to do out there, and, and if you don't do it. He's gonna tell you. And I think that that's the fine line. You know, I think there's a balance. And you know, when we don't do it, he tells you. And when we do do it, you know, he praises us. To a certain yeah. Success.
0: Does he ever lose his rag?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's old school. Yeah, like yeah, old, old school feel at this club. You know, it's like he loses his rag, and you know, that's what he is. And he won't change. You know, he's come from through the leagues as well as a manager. So you know, but at the same time, he compliments us. At the same time, when we need to be, so it's just. It's,
0: Need. Yeah. yeah so now i'm going to ask you about a few players you've played with as well mm-hmm. and just just give me that a rundown of of what they like as a player or or yeah just what do you think of them number one i don't know if he's still in here leon best <laughs> aka r9 r9 when he was a kid
1: yeah <laughs> he, had, he got everything yeah pace power finish he's had a few injuries when he went to blackburn you know he scored Perfect, trick in the Premier League, He's done that? Uh, you know, for a big team like Newcastle, mm. had it all. Injuries, thing. He's had a good career. You know, he's he, he knocked on the head now, but I still think he could play. But I don't know how his knees are. But he's got everything, and you know, I grew up with him since I was a kid. So, I love
0: yeah, him. I say that to him all the time. That does he not feel like playing again? And he just was like, "Nah, you he, he don't, he don't fancy it." But yeah. one, he one day. One day, I'll get him on here, and, um, and he'll, he'll tell his story. It's a mad story. Um, Dexter Blackstock. Yeah, the,
1: the Mr. Elbow, you know. <laughs> go through go, go a brick wall for you, you know. Uh, put anything in, in the crosses. Come through like a, I'll get the scruffiest goals ever. He knows it. Get the scruffiest goals, but he'll get you 10, 15, 20 goals a season. Yeah. Uh, he, stopped, he retired early. Uh, did, you know, he's an entrepreneur now, a businessman, you know, well, he's, he's had a career. He's had a career at the top and he's had injury, a bad injury as well. Um mm. which I think stopped him a little bit. But yeah, definitely a good career and a good guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: what's what's your worst injury that you've had?
1: Uh worst injuries. I had a few ups on my knees, but nothing bad touch wood. Um poor hamstring, like grade three, like that was like four months. Um, but you know, touch wood has never been nothing serious, just been repetitive. Uh, silly little ones Ooh. um dean Henderson yeah, soon on top he calls himself he, he's, uh, yeah, future England number one, uh, I know that about him uh, twenty one twenty two what a confidence in the world uh yeah, and he backs it he's had a he's had a few blips at his time except that by conceding a few things uh, goals, but he's come back
0: and he's you know he's been the best goalkeeper in the league this year, I reckon for us and yeah, so, so you think he's he's definitely future England number one? Well, you can't say definitely, obviously, but for you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, to be honest, I think he should be number one now. But uh, Games are
1: about yeah. to finish, so I, I'll let, I'll let, I'll, let down, I'll let Mr
0: Southgate do that. Yeah, but. that's it. Yeah. Um, Muz, shout out Muz. Yeah, number yeah. one, hey Muz, when are you coming on? Moz will be in every comment, he'll be, we'll chat in the, in the, in the DMs, and he's still not here. Chris Wilder or Danny
1: McCarthy? Paul's <laughs> side <laughs> with Mojito somewhere, now Muzz
0: is. Trust me, just chilling. Chris Wilder or Danny McCarthy? Who's actually that Muzz? Muzz, i you on
1: spot like that Moz. but i got kids to feed, man. <laughs> nah, both, 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 both important in my career, uh, Obviously, for Ipswich and Island, made uh, an amazing formula, and then Chris Wilder brought my career back on track, and he's still my manager now, so and he's still playing in the Premier League. So I've got both
0: mutual respect for both of them. Yeah. Um. The most intimidating ground you've played at. Most intimidating. What is, is Anfield really? I you you've been Anfield, yeah, 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 yeah. Must have been, yeah, up. yeah. 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 Is, is, is Anfield like
1: yes. what, is, it's historic, it's old school ground, and you know when they say uh, never walk alone before, you know it's, it's goosebumps. You know we tried to block it out by screaming at each other, mm-hmm. shouting, but you know you just you hear the noise and and them singing. It, you know it's a historic place. You know that was that was a real good atmosphere. Um, I'm trying to think now, none that can stick to my mind now at the minute. To be fair, not intimidating. You international to Nashville Come think about uh, Poland. Poland was the
0: Oh, I'm making for China. Yeah. China who's going to Poland. Um, the most... Oh, let me just see. Who's been the the most improved player that you've seen after quarantine? Who's come back looking good?
1: Uh, McBurney's come back sharp. Uh, McBurney's come back sharp. I think he needed it. And he think, he came with not much pre-season when he first signed. And he... He still scored gold and he's still doing unbelievable for us. But you know, I've seen a little little spark in his in his eye. when he's been training, and he's been looking and he's been looking real good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Are you feeling like you need um, a couple friendlies before you you go and play? You are playing friendlies, right? Yeah, we have a few friendlies behind the scenes.
1: Uh, mm. Let's say you're against forever because I don't know if we're allowed, But yeah, we've a few friendlies behind the scenes together. You know, we we're the first game. We've got a game on the seventeenth against Aston Villa. We're the first game. I'm sure you've probably seen it. So. We're a few days before everyone else. Um, so, yeah, we've got to get scratched quickly because we've got a tough start uh, down in Villa Park.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you the question because it keeps coming up in the comments um, from, a, from a few people. Hey, Oli, well done. Um, we what do you think What do you think of Ipswich Town and can they come back up again?
1: Ah, well, I'm not even saying it. This way, yeah. One million percent. Massive club, and a good, good family club, well run, you know, I think It's a bad year, Uh, certain things went on uh, behind the scenes, obviously it's not to do with me but you know, it's a massive club that deserves to be in the top, Uh, massive fan base, loyal fan base, always turn up, uh, a lovely place to live as well.
0: Yeah, Um, I've just seen Titus Bramble in the comments as well, giving you the eyes. um, I I saw him ask a question earlier on. Say so thanks for ending his career, or sort of making him retire or something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if they play eleven, will never
0: see the football pitch after. What? <laughs> 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 what a, a guy! Um. So yeah. what I'm going to tell you to do now is, we've got about ten, just over ten minutes left, maybe just under fifteen. Um. What I'm, what I'm going to ask you to do now is name me your five-a-side team of players you've played with. All time five defensive favorite. Uh what's all your teammates
1: coming out? I no, let's see let's see them coming out of the woodwork now. Um put on a spot, you know the few in here that I've seen, you know let i see what if I don't <laughs> make Martin <laughs> <Right>, Crazy. <laughs> uh all right, I'm gonna put Gareth Bale gonna be one of the players. Oh,
0: uh, sorry. Let me, let me just pick up that name. Sorry.
1: Yeah, Gareth Bale. He'll be in there. Um, and then I'm gonna. That,
0: that's your five.
1: Say that again. Your wife. Has, your wife is a little bit much. You there, bro? Can you hear me? Can you hear
0: me? Yeah, that's you, man.
1: Get Corona, uh, Fletcher, did.
0: Yeah, is that better? Yeah, 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 better now. I don't know what happened there, man. That's never happened before, man. It's it's all you. <laughs> no, no, no. Good 4G yeah, good round here, four G round here. Yeah, right, right. We'll just get into the good bits as well. No, no.
1: my my five aside team, money?
0: Yeah, okay. so basically, guys who. There's a lot of guys who were on here before and a lot who weren't in on here before. So we've been speaking... I've been speaking to um, to Dave for the last hour, and now we're just about to get into his um, his all-star or side team of people that he's played with. Shout-out, Brad. Um, yeah, he's all-star five times of people that he's played with. So, gone. Who's your best 5 or side team of people that you played
1: with? I'll uh, go... Uh, uh, um... The key, yeah. yeah. I'll go with my keeper. i got now, uh, I'll go with Dean Anderson. Dean Anderson, yeah. Um, I've got four outfield players, only one defender. Uh, I'm going big red Morgan, okay. Uh, yeah, underrated player, underrated to the maximum. Um, and I'm gonna have. Adam Lallana and Gareth Bale in the midfield.
0: Oh, look, look at that! Um, and then the striker.
1: I never got one. Two, three. One more a striker. That's a tough one. But I'm gonna fling him in just because what we did when he, a, when he was a kid and what I've seen uh, Be a Walker. See, so I woke up when he was a kid. From when he was a kid, was just a, I've never seen a kid that good before. Yeah, uh, how good was he as a as a kid? It was my, I went up there, start, signed for Southampton, in the first training session, I just seen he was a year younger, so he was still at school, and I just see this boy just Ooh. run with the ball like the fastest thing. It was like a blink, and he was gone. Like thing about him at that age, he could finish. He could, uh, you know. He was a talented boy too too good for his age and obviously he got to move half a year or so later, but I played with him. and yeah, yeah, B and everything and he's gone on to score whatever, hundred goals for half no one all them England caps and that,
0: so yeah, yeah, disappointed. So your team? Henderson, Morgan, Lalana, Gareth Bale and Theo Walcott. Yeah. That's Southampton team with Mad. Double, eh?
1: Uh yeah, youngsters were had yeah, young team, was the Nathan Dar, Leon Best, Dexter the Blackstar, Martin Crine, mm. Lloyd James. Uh, you know, I can go on. um A, a team of the job we should have won the FA Youth Cup final, but we lost the
0: Ipswich can't you know? Yeah, what was um? Got a question in there. Ox and Punch, what were they like? Oh, what did they? I
1: went there with them. I went there with them. I yeah, them with I
0: don't know if Ox would have would have been there. yeah. Dizzy, that beard is mad. Oh, shout out, Ash. <laughs> shout out, Ash. Shout out C- 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 crazy as well. As well. <laughs> yeah. So, you're obviously 32. Yeah. You're 32. You know, God willing, you still got a few more um, years left. But at what point do you start looking at, you know, life beyond football? Or is that something that, that you've always pretty much done? No, I think, silly enough, you don't think
1: about that all the time because it can change instantly, you know, um, get, yourself, get yourself up ready, you know. I don't know what I'm going to do after in terms of job-wise, if I want to stay in football or and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm. Financially-wise, you have to set yourself up wise and um, I'm on that path. and um, But obviously, I don't know if I want to stay in, in football. Uh, I haven't got a decision yet because obviously I'm still playing and I still want to play for a good few years left. I think I can play. old God, never allow my too much.
0: Yeah, you still think you can do it in the prem for a good couple of years still?
1: Yeah, I believe that. You gotta believe in yourself, and I believe myself. Like I say, I haven't haven't opened my account yet, but I will do when. And I
0: think they'll flow in after once they start going. You know, you gotta back yourself for that. Yeah. Um, how many years you got left? Is it sure? Just say your final season. Is it? Um. You know. No, so I've got we got next season here. Yeah. We got I got next season as well, yeah. Okay, cool. When
1: you signed, did you sign you signed for the year, right? I signed after my trial was two years ago. I signed a year contract and then in the January I signed another two years. Yeah, so I've got so, was, so basically I've been there two years and I got
0: another year so yeah, three years. Yeah. Um I do wanna um, stay on the whole um, thinking about life after football stuff um how important do you think it is to have that sort of education for for football players like i don't know when you were younger if you had that education about planning for the future but how important do you think that is massively important i
1: think you know i'm, I'm a believer that in school i think kids should get taught about finances and you know especially the young kids from lower privileged background you know you put some of these kids on the money that they're on in the youth team and, you know, you'd be crazy to say you, you wouldn't live how they live because they go out and buy the car, they go out and buy the watches. Which they should do because, you know, that's their money. But, you know, not only 10% of them go on to the actual play at a high yeah. level. You know, I think there needs to be some uh, guidance for these kids, you know, I could have done with it. A lot, and I know a lot of kids. The money is even more crazy now, you know. And you see, yeah, the kids yeah. that are the youth, youth teams getting all this money. I think there needs to be some guidance from school and in the edu- and in the education of the youth team scholars to to deal with finances and, and how they should and, and how they should live. But
0: it's not yeah. their fault. Kids haven't been taught that. So what what do you expect? Do you think you as a youngster would have been receptive to that information?
1: Uh. No, but if someone drills something into you and you have lessons, it sticks in your back of mind, you know, no matter who you are. If you have to go to classes once a week and, and someone comes in and talks to you about certain things, yeah. it's going to stick back to your mind no matter what. And, you know, I've heard, I seen article the the day of when saying that these kids in the youth didn't get this money. But it, there should be a thing in place to say that they shouldn't get the money until they're half the money or a certain set of money until they're 23, 24, 25 if you earn over a certain amount. Yeah, and I completely agree with that because it's not you
0: chuck these lads on this big money. Yeah, but and how much really different, different. if they did bring that in though? Like then it it comes to, I think there'll be a load of like behind the scenes, under the table payments to people, and I think it'll just go just get a bit mad. Yeah, it could do that. It could do
1: that, but you know something that has to be done but then obviously it mm. might not be done because uh, a lot of the boys could be investing right the right people around him but you know I think when mm. you take a boy that that's been living in their poverty a lot of his life and him giving a large chunk of money and then he suddenly starts helping his mum, his brother, and his sisters and old friends and family out you know, it all could soon go.
0: Yeah. And a few injured spells before joining the plays, but Okay, okay cool. So, when you hear me doing that, guys, I have to vet these questions first, but I've just got to blast one raw question. Um, you've had a few injury spells before joining the Blaze, but I've kept fitness for now for almost two seasons. What's changed? That, that's a million dollar question. It's just complete. And all,
1: and look. The same same desire to play when I played the Apsis and I play for Sheffield tonight. It's just pure look when i Got injured for Ipswich and the things. I back with the ball. Normal thing. Tore my hammy three months. I wanted to go mm. ahead and land on my ankle. Played on because I didn't want to come out for four months. Had an uh, operation. Um, shoulder injury. Another time, went in for a tackle. Got kicked in my groin. Some of the things you just... You, you can't do nothing about. I think it's just, it just look at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Well... You know, you've got Villa next week. That is the first game back, right? For like on TV. Yeah, the first game. Yeah, I think six o'clock on uh, next Wednesday. Yeah, six o'clock next Wednesday. Do you do you keep an eye out with like when your matches are on? Do you keep an eye out to see which ones are on TV?
1: Uh, yeah. But to be fair, this year a lot of them has been. To be fair, if it's not on a Saturday at three o'clock, then basically it's on TV. Um, but you know, mm. now all the games from now to the end of the season are all going to be on TV. So. We're kind of used to it now, so yeah. you know. Hopefully, we can we can share what we're about. Yeah,
0: are you are looking forward to playing behind closed doors? Uh,
1: it's not ideal, but you know, the safety is the main thing. You know, and I'm just glad that we can get back playing, and you know, and obviously, it's going kind to of give uh people things to watch at home. Um, obviously, mm. like, people come out don't so they're, they're not fans of it because it feels like a bit guinea pigs kids- for people to stay at home because you know will stop people going out, but. You know we're playing football. In the day, on, that's our job, and that's what we love doing. We've been told we've got to play, and, and you know we're going to do that. Not...
0: Yeah, nobody should tell me to do anything. Come next Wednesday, um, <laughs> so if I've got any, if I've got any lives planned or anything, guys, they're cancelled. Yeah. So... <laughs> I think, for a tree. I think it's
1: like I think on a Saturday there's like a game at twelve, two, four, seven, on the Sunday yeah. it's like twelve, two, four, seven. So it's all magic.
0: You ain't got, you don't need anything. You've got a beer and that's it. Yeah, it's all mad. It's all mad, but um, yeah. So guys, I hope you've enjoyed. You've enjoyed this. Um, next week, I honestly pray you'll get that goal in the league. Yeah, you'll come, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, people say you haven't scored, but you you have actually scored this year. This. Yeah, you could say that. But that. Well, yeah, you want it in the prem.
1: Why don't funny? When I was a youngster, I got told um by a senior player when I was a kid that, you know he said never worry about missing chances never worry about missing chances worry about when you're not getting chances you know and I've lived by that motto you know if you're getting chances you're know, right and I looked at I see a stat today I'm, I'm, I've had one of the most chances to clean cut chances you know but I haven't took them away like one of them's going to go in and I'm still going to be getting them chances so I believe that when one goes in you know yeah, it's
0: all going to follow but I'm not worried about it The blades are doing well. world so. I saw the stat I think it said you've had about 400 chances yeah <laughs> I think it was <laughs> minutes, <actually. laughs> <laughs> no. um, but yeah hope, I hope you know guys have liked this and um, guys watching if you need to see this again it's going to be out on the Carot Attacks um, YouTube maybe tomorrow or the day after and um, I'm going to do a little cheeky giveaway so make sure you stay up to date and you know follow at Carot Attack Pod because the giveaway is going to be Sheffield United related and um David, David don't know about this yet, but he, he's he's gonna be a, a big benefactor of that. So <laughs> benefactor is that is that a word? I feel like that's a word. That is a word, right? One of them. One of them. Okay, cool. But um, yeah. So we're out. Oh yeah. Also, I'm back tomorrow with um, Danny Graham. So yeah. guys, in a bit. Love, kids, man. That's it, man. No worries, man. Take care, man.
1: Uh, thank you very okay. much, man. In